What's happening? And welcome back. Today on the podcast, here's what we will be talking about. The power of discovering your uh, discovering your value. I could have said true value. Um, and so here's 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 what we're going to go through. We're going to go through something something that that's in the Bible is called, um, I think when Moses was talking to God and God said, what's in your hand? Um, God showed him something powerful that he had. Um, we'll talk about what's in your hand. We'll also talk about um, really, really building confidence because a lot of times it's the confidence that's going to take you to the next level so that you can bring the value or, you know, if you were starting a business or making, a, wanted to make more money, be able to do that. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. So, so as I was sitting here thinking, I was going to tell this what's in your hand, um, but let's, let's go back. I do want to go back to what's, what's in the Bible and what's been said about, about what's in your hand, which is the story. Um, it's in Exodus. I think it's in Exodus four. Um, God's talking to Moses and, and Moses is worried that the people aren't going to believe him. They're not going to be like, oh my goodness, you're telling the truth. So Moses is talking to God and says, look, if when you go to talk to the people, here's what I want you to do. And first he said, well, what do you got in your hand? He said, I got, I got a staff in my hand. And then all he says, put on the ground. And then the staff turns into a snake. Moses jumped back like, what in the world? Like a staff? How, how did that happen? And then he says, hey, well, you know, and then he showed him how to use the staff. And he says, well, put your hand, put your hand in your, I think he said, put your hand inside your, you know, your shirt or whatever comes out. It looks like leprosy. He said, put it back in. You know, it comes out. It, it, it's regular again. And so he's showing, <clears throat> he's showing Moses how powerful he is. He, But here's the thing. He's showing Moses he's powerful, but he's showing him he's powerful because he's with him. Now, now, now everybody has an ability. Yep. Everybody has a measure of faith and an ability to do things. Right. That's why God gave his hands. God gave his hands because hands represent something. <clears throat> I didn't always know this, so <clears throat> don't think of me as smart. Hands represent action because when you have hands, you have like these two vehicles that you can do something with. You can take one and do something. You can take the, the other and do something. So your hands are a representation of some action that you can get done. That's why. When it, you know, you know, a lot of a lot of the ways that we work, as you know, we're growing up, we learn to work with our hands first, right? We learn to work with our hands. I think in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, maybe chapter eight, maybe, but don't quote me. But I do know it's in Ecclesiastes where it talks about <clears throat> the work of your hands. Do it with all your might, right? Do the work with all your might with your hands. So, so how does one, or what is this power of discovering your value? Well, we'll get to that in just a second. So I also want you to think about something else. Um, like, like say for instance, you was talking to somebody and, and they were talking about how, Hey man, this person's making, like, if you had a job at some point and you heard somebody was making a hundred dollars an hour at the job, you'd be like, yo, how in the world somebody's making hundred dollars? Or if you heard somebody was making 200, $300 an hour, you would be like, yo, oh my goodness, that's a lot of money. Because it definitely, it definitely feels like a lot of money, right? And when you're making 15, 20, like back, look, I remember minimum wage, I think I was making like five bucks an hour um, back when I was young. So anybody making like $15 an hour, $20, $20 an hour sound like rich. 
yeah, if you're making five dollars an hour, 20 was rich. Then I remember when I got to 20, 25, and you're just like, man, if I can make a hundred dollars an hour. Got to a hundred, man. If I can make two hundred dollars an hour, three hundred dollars an hour, then I said, "Well, what's this?" <clears throat> then I was just like, "Hourly, well, I don't want to work that long." <laughs> you see what happens? You start realizing that. Look, hourly, yeah, that's cool. And there's people who have a, attorneys. When you call an attorney's office, they say, and, and you say, "Well, how much is the hourly rate?" Oh, it's six hundred an hour. Oh, it's seven hundred an hour. And yes, it sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot. And it is a lot. Like if someone makes $600 an hour and they work a full-time job, right? That's a good amount of money. That's almost $5,000 every week. So that's that's a good amount of money. So you're like, oh, okay. Well, someone someone's making $700 an hour. Well, I can't make $700 an hour. I know. Like, I can't make a thousand dollars out, man. Man, I was listening to a mentor and he was talking about how at one point he was charging five thousand dollars per hour. I was like five thousand an hour. I knew that I had turned my hourly rate into like a thousand an hour, and I learned a long time ago that you had to decide how much money you make. How much money do you want to make, right? How much do you want to make? And then from there, you got to do the math. You know, if it's a thousand an hour times 40 hours a week times 52 weeks, that's going to give you my that's going to give you my annual rate. It's going to give you the annual amount so that anything under a thousand dollars an hour, I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, I know that gets tough. But then if someone but if you don't want to do something, imagine you don't want to do something. Someone says, now I want you to do this thing. Well, it's a thousand dollars an hour. That's how you can set your hourly rate, right? But you set your hourly rate based on what you want. But the problem is someone already told you what your value is. Someone already said, we can only pay you $15 an hour. Somebody already said you can only make $20 an hour or $30 an hour, whatever the number is. Someone already gave you a value that then diminished what you thought and what we thought of ourselves. See, because when someone makes the value for you, then you're wondering, well, how do I please them, right? How do I please them so that they can give me more? Yeah, no, tell me about it, right? Because because then you say, well, you know, I'm going to leave this job, but this job is paying me $25 an hour, $30 an hour, and I'm going to see if I can make $50 an hour. Now you got to, <laughs> it's, it's, called, it's called tap dance. You got to tap dance a little bit, you know, to then get someone. Or if you got the value, because then what do you do? Hey, here's my resume. Here's my resume. What's on my resume? I've been five years here. I've been five years here. I've got these skills, these skills, these skills. This is what I know how to do. And someone reads over your resume. Then, then they bring you in for an interview. And they interview you and they ask you all these questions just to see if they like you or, or to see if you know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. So. All right, Mr. Moore, it, it seems as if, it seems as if, you know, you're a very good candidate. We, you know, we really love to bring you in. And and um, we, um, so our starting salary hourly is $45 an hour. Didn't you just say you wanted to make $50 an hour? I'm getting somewhere with this. Don't leave. $50 an hour. And they just gave you $45. What are you going to do? Most people would just say, man, okay, okay, I'll take it. When you should say, okay, 
you should then negotiate. Well, you know what? I was thinking, see, here's how you do it. <laughs> you don't tell me you want 50 at that point. Well, I was thinking it, it should be about $65 an hour based on this, 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 and this. Why? Why'd you go higher? Because anytime somebody lowballs you, you got to go above where you want to go. You follow me? Because now can you, oh, I'm on 65 and then they come down to say 52. Now you got more than what you wanted. See, you discover your value by setting your value. Man, I don't think, man, somebody, somebody needs to hear that. You discover your value by setting your value. That's how you do it. A friend of mine gave me, oh my goodness, he gave, he gave me, he gave me a bomb to just give a quote on here. He says, my friend Jamie gave me this quote. He says, we discount our value waiting for others to increase our price tag. We discount our value waiting for others to increase our price tag. So imagine you have that job and you're hoping you're even you might even be praying about getting 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 the promotion, making more money, you know, and you never get it. That happened to me, guys. I was working for a job and the 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 corp because I worked I worked at the corporate office in the accounting department and they decided to move the corporate office from Greenbelt, Maryland to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And they gave us a choice. They says, hey, you could either you 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 could either stay or leave. And if you leave, we'll give you we'll give you a severance package. The whole department said we ain't going except me. I was now there was there was some circumstances that I was dealing with that I kind of was not. I was a little afraid to leave. So I says, all right. I go to the CFO, say, hey, Mr. CFO, what if I said, what if um, would there be any opportunities? Do you think I could be promoted to manager? I'm asking for a promotion. He says, oh, here's what he says. Well, he says, you know what? I think there'll be some opportunities. If he gives me, he gives me a condition. He says, if your managers give you, basically recommend you for the job, then it's yours. Oh, man, I go straight to my manager. Hey, I'm going to stay. And Mr. Mike said that he would promote me if you gave me a recommendation. She was like, oh, absolutely. I'm going to give you the recommendation. And she starts showing me all the stuff and I'm learning the stuff. And then three months down the line, they hired one person. Then they hired a second person. Then I go to the, I go to the person, I go to the CFO and say, hey, I, I, you know, it, it looks like I just wanted to make sure that I'm still going to be hired. I'm still going to get the opportunity to get this job. Then he starts backtracking. Then he starts. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm like, wait a second. I was waiting for someone to give me value. I was waiting. I was I was discounting the fact that I was actually, I was equipped to go into the marketplace and I didn't have to wait for them to tell me. I didn't have to wait for them to give me the promotion. And I didn't get that promotion. So 
because of that, some things have transpired in life, right? That's why this account for your life podcast exists because a lot of things have transpired in life and especially in my life that I just like to air out. And so today we're talking about value and you don't want to wait for someone else to give you, to tell you what your value is. So back in 20, it was probably before 23, but in 2023, I, I did an exercise and the exercise was how to discover your value, right? How does one discover their value? If Moses had a staff in his hand that was powerful, then what do you have in your hand? And there's a process that that each person can go through with themselves to figure out, well, what is it that I have in my hand? So I've got a notebook. i got a notebook here, and I have a bunch of things written down that I just want to kind of take you through what I wrote down and and kind of like how writing these things down, how writing these things down just kind of help to discover your value. So I have one box that basically has, um, you know, family stuff like, hey, you know, I, I was the, I was the third of four sons, you know, like, like, like you want to really look at your whole life here, guys. Like I'm not gonna go through everything, but. I'm going to go through a number of these boxes here. So one, this one box just talks about family upbringing. Third of four, four sons. I grew up, I lived 18 years in Newark, New Jersey. Mom and dad was, I had a mom and a dad. They were married. Um, everyone in the family was short and I was tall. So check this out. Check this out. Now, this is this this one box is important because that box, I wrote that. Now, God told me, just like how Moses, he showed, hey, Moses, what you have in the hand? He says, hey, son, you know why I made you tall? So you can stand out because, because you're walking with power. So he told me that. So that was something that I, I'm like, wow, look, it's, ob-. he says, I wanted to be obvious to everybody. When you are standing with your family, everybody's like, man, there's something different about him. Yeah, everyone else is short. I'm tall. Now, a lot of times it may not mean that. But for me, he was just like, yes, it means that you are walking with power. And it needed to be obvious that there was something different about you. So that was that. And then and then I went through 12 years. I'm, I went to 12 years of, 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 of school, Christian school. I went to a Christian college. Um, what else? Um, I did stuff in the church. I did a bunch of things in the church. So what is that telling me? Man, background. Your back, my background as a Christian has prepared me to be able to talk Christian language. Not that not that I'm a I'm not religious at all, right? Like and oh, oh I'm, well, let's back up. <laughs> I'm coming out of being religious cuz and and even sometimes you can fall into it. So I'm not I'm not that I'm not that good to say that I'm not religious, but because every, because, because I could fall into it at any point because of the fact that I had a background. And so I grew up in it, which gives me language for people of faith. That's another clue. What's your value? What else did I have? My mom is a nurse. I, my mom was a nurse. My, my dad worked at a funeral home. Um, my dad, it says he also, he also worked in a factory Dad was a dad did Bible studies. Um, my dad was a Bible like he was a salesperson for for the organization that he was they were a part of. 
you know, he sold books and tapes and different things to just to kind of help people to understand what they believe. Not Jehovah's Witness. Um, but so those are things in your background. See, at the end of the day, guys, like I said, I can't get through all of these. This this is how you discover your value. Right. And I'm going to skip down to some other things. Oh, I have an accounting degree. Oh, I have a CPA. Like I'm a CPA. Wow. So I went to college. I got that. So I can talk that language. Well, I played sports. I played high school basketball, college basketball. I played pro am, you know, like summer league basketball. Like I played basketball all the time. So I have that team sports, you know. I am a self-taught barber. Self-taught. No one taught me. I picked up a pair of clippers and I knew how to cut hair. That's wild. That's kind of wild. What else? Um, I can create things from scratch. I'm a good listener. I can see things in the end, seeing the end. I can see it, meaning you have a power uh, of, of, of vision. I can cook. Um, I've got recipes. I make cheesecakes. I'm hospitable. Those are some things I've played. I've played piano, saxophone. I'm getting somewhere. Saxophone, drums. I sang and I sang in the choir. Um, you see, I've done software programming. Uh, I've also done, uh, I studied to be a Microsoft certified um, solutions developer. Oh, this one's good because think about what that word is, solution. And one of the things that one of the things that I'm really good at is helping people find solutions. I can talk to someone. I can ask them questions. They can tell me about their life. They can tell me about their business. And I'm. Hey, I think I have a gift to help people find solutions for what they're doing. Like to help people 10x. Maybe you want to 10x your business. A conversation can do that. Right now, here's now here's the problem with the conversation. I'll give you the problem. The problem with the conversation is a lot of times I can have a conversation with somebody, but they don't do it. So now I work with somebody in like informal back in 2023, maybe it's September. She needed some money. She was like she was a, she had a little program where she was tutoring and all her money dried up. She didn't have a job and bills were due. She was afraid. She was she was hurting. We we had a conversation. Um, we talked on on the phone for about two hours one night. I'm just kind of talking her through how she can think. It's a thinking game first, guys. And I, I haven't even gotten to the fact that, you know, that was one of my that's one of my superpowers thinking. And it's a thinking game first. You have to first think. Right. You got to get your thoughts in order, because when you get your thoughts in order, what happens is all of a sudden things. Oh, OK, now I know what I'm thinking. So then from my thinking, OK, what do I need to do? Because we got to the point where I got her to I got her to get herself centered with her thinking. And then the last part, she was, well, how do I do it? What do I do, Jay? Because I don't know what to do. I gave her like two simple actions two not a whole bunch of stuff. No, nothing complicated it was just like. Do this. And do this. That's it. Don't do anything else. Don't think about anything. Don't focus on the fact that you need something. Just focus on doing these things. And do you know the next day she got started and then her phone rang. She got a job. Someone called her. Hey, I got a job for you. Just because she started. Was that going to happen already? 
a lot of times, well, that was already going to happen. I don't, we don't know that because we, listen, this woman was, was on, was at her wits end. And it's funny. I was talking to her, not this week, but last week, <clears throat> she was like, Jay, just money just coming in now from all, from everywhere. No one's like, pe people are paying all of it up front. No one's like haggling her on her price. Well, because she realized that she was valuable. See, once you decide, and guys, if you ever want to go through a, a process like that, where you, if you want to discover what your value is, I think I have a process to help you do that. And it's a one-on-one -on -one deal. And that's something that we, I haven't, I haven't offered it before, um, but I may start offering it because people might want that, how to discover your value. Um, but if you find yourself saying to yourself, man, I'd love to go through the process now, <clears throat> this won't be free won't be free, but I would interview you first to, to, to even decide if it's a good fit. So, but the thing is about this value is that no one can tell you how valuable you are. Seriously. No, like that's not for someone else to be able to control. It's for you. Now we all have to decide this is my value. When I give away something for free or when I don't charge somebody, it's because I decided. You if someone asks me not, well, I don't want to pay that. Oh, they're not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. It's when I show up and I see the pro, oh man, you know, you might need some help. You know what? I'm not gonna charge you for this. Oh, I'm going to give you a reduced price today. Not because they're calling me or they're asking me, Jane, well, your price is high. Because that's my price. Because if I got to do the work, that's what I believe I should get. Now, you don't have to believe it. Now, hopefully I do a good job in, in helping them see that, hey, well, you know, you're going to get this. And because you get this, then the amount of money, then they could just say, well, wow, if I'm going to get if I'm going to get 10,000 and it's only 1,000, then that makes sense. Or if I'm going to get, or if I'm going to pay 10,000 and I'm going to get a hundred thousand, then it makes sense, right? If, if I gave you a hundred thousand dollars, would, would you give me 10? That's in essence how value create, how you want to create value for somebody. Well, that's not how you do it, but that's how you want to see it. So that if, if you if you produce a result for somebody, that's what you look at. What is the result? See, the problem that people have with jobs, the problem that you have with jobs is that no one gets a job based on the results. You're not taking the job based on the fact that, OK, if you're going to pay me sixty thousand dollars a year, I'm going to make sure you get six hundred thousand dollars of value. If that was the case. Wow, it'd be a different world, right? If that's how we had to show value. So there's there's a lot of power in discovering your value. So here's what's practical for you today, right? Because, because I want to make sure you walk away with something practical about discovering your value. The first step in discovering your value is to decide what your value is. What do I want? And let's just talk about, say, working and jobs and money. We'll stay in that realm. If I want to make $100,000 a year, then I'm going to have to create value, enough value for other people, right? And well, obviously, if you want a job to pay you that amount of money, 
Imagine thinking different. If I can bring the job half a million dollars of value or a million dollars of value, like if that's how you went into the deal, well, you know what? This is what I'm going to do for you. Yes, you're going to pay me, like tell them, you're going to pay me $100,000 for this job. Maybe they were only looking to pay 50. You're going to pay me $100,000 for this job, but I'm going to bring you $500,000 of value. And they go, so how are you going to do that? But you got to know how to do that. You Like like if you're in my field, it's got to be efficiencies. You're not in sales, so you, but you could, you could be doing stuff to bring business in. Like there's, like Grant Cardone talks about this all the time, but people that work for his company, they got to refer to company. You got you to gotta bring people in. So you want to discover the, the what you want first. Then, <clears throat> like, well, Jay, that's what I want. All right. Do the exercise. Where are you from? Who's in your family? What did your parents do? What, what have you done? Like all the things you've done. What do you do? What, what's your passions? Um, you know. You know, what's your passions? What do you what would you what do you do when you're not working? Um, you know, what types of environments have you been in? What types of jobs have you had? What types of businesses have you had? What types of things have you bought? You know, all types of stuff like like everything that you can imagine about yourself and your experience. There's a whole lot more that we can go through. Um, but just going through that, that, that even can be called taking inventory. And, and by doing this, then you want to pay attention. You want to look, well, how can I now look at what, look at who I am? See, this isn't about going and getting a new skill yet. We got to first look at who I am. Look at who I am. Just like Moses had the staff in his hand. He had the staff. So he didn't go find a staff. He already had one. So you might have one thing in your pocket. One, that's worth the the value, but then it's communicating the value. That's a whole nother process, and we may talk about that in another episode. But guys, there's power in discovering your value. Why? Because then you can see how you're going to get what you want, right? Because you can see it. The first thing is you seeing your value, and then from you seeing your value, then it's just telling people. De demonstrating it and by demonstrating it people the people that you want to know they're going to see it and they're going to be like yo this is good so that's the power of discovering your value guys i appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the account feel like podcast guys if you got any if you got value from this program today let me know in the comments be sure to subscribe <clears throat> here wherever you're watching it god bless you guys and i will see you on the next episode peace